one, 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 one. Who was that? I don't fucking remember. I don't remember that song. Do you? Is it like Neptunes or something? Oh, Khalees. Khalees. Was must it Khalees? It has to be. It sounds like it's in my brain. One, one, one. It's in my brain. It's got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Come out of my brain, damn it. <laughs> oh, it's always stuck in there. Anyway, uh, what's up, y'all? This is Tressy. Uh, this is Cedric, and we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens. Let's get to it. Oh, God. How y'all feeling today, yo? It's it's another lovely day in your neighborhood. A lovely day. <clears throat> All right, thanks, Bill Withers. <laughs> uh... I was like, how long are you going to let me do this? I mean, I was just curious to if see I how much breath you got. I started to crack, so I was like, nope. Uh, black don't crack. <laughs> it started cracking like as soon as I started. <laughs> uh, we have an awesome album to talk about and a great topic to talk about. I think we're going to have a, a nice, fun, awesome, healthy discussion today. What yes. do you think? I think we're going to have a great one. And just so you guys know... This is our first sober episode in a while. Oh, man. We have no alcohol. None. I feel... <laughs> and then Randy's like, I got one of these. <laughs> Too bad I don't do that. He's got, like, heroin. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Do not care for any of your heroin today. Maybe after the episode. <laughs> um, no, I will not take some of your cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so what Relevant. album are we talking about today? Royce the Five Nine. Book of Ryan. Book of Ryan. Um, let's just dive right into it. I think this was a very well put together project. I think it was awesome that it was called Book of Ryan. Mm-hmm. I like the cover art. Mm-hmm. It's very Book of Eli. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> but um, I I don't know, man. Like it, it was just it was it took it was a story. Like I, I like albums that like take you through. Things and like that that are like books, you know right. what I mean? Like that that you get to imagine things and you get to like see things. One thing that I I I, I kind of hope is that I really do hope that his son actually named this album kind of sort of like with that. That's real. Yeah, that's actually how this album came about. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say, right? I mean, uh, I haven't really seen any interviews from Royce where he's broken it down or anything, but um, it would be cool if that was the the real. Uh, foundation of this album was his son wanting to write a story about him and find right. out more about his dad you know mm-hmm. um but you know royce royce has been around for for a while now um royce was a solo artist way 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 back in the day mm-hmm. he got signed early on uh didn't do too much with his deal initially but had all these talents um he's from detroit uh rapped a lot with eminem coming up uh what's what what, what i like about royce is as a general generally as an artist uh it's just he's he's all about like bars. He's all about mm-hmm. the actual lyrics and what he's saying and how he's delivering them. Um, uh, I mean, he's. I remember one of my earliest memories of him was just like the way he would try to squeeze as many words as he can into like one phrase mm-hmm. and kind of the tail end of the phrase. He's just like Brr! like I just got to throw in like four more words. Yeah, him and Eminem are very him similar. And him do that, yeah, and it's like fucking love it. Um, he was part of Slaughterhouse. Yep. Which is no more. <laughs> yep. um, he was critical of Joe Button talking about Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's not afraid to speak his mind. He's not afraid to speak his mind, you know. Um, and he's got the skills to back it up. So yeah. pe- people listen when he speaks his mind. 
And sometimes what what hinders people like him is that they have so much. They're really good at like the lyrics, but they're not good at producing songs, like real good songs. True. And True. I think this has actually kind of hindered him in the past. Like he he has good songs. Don't get me wrong, but right. I think as a whole, if you look at a lot of other people that are lyrical. Well, they're probably not as lyrical as him, but they're able to make good songs like that. I think that might be one of the things, like the gift and the curse. Like you have right. all of this talent, all, like you're able to produce lyrics at this level. However, trying to put those into a song to where like it's enjoyable and a lot more entertaining than others is is the the trade off there. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think it's cool. I mean, this is the second Royce album we've talked about this year already. Yeah, I'm 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 happy that I we're mean, doing it. I mean, it's been a while since I could say, "Damn, Royce dropped two albums this year." Mm-hmm. Um, obviously. Holy well, shit! Wait, yeah, you're right. Yes, you forgot about Prime too. <laughs> yeah, P Rhyme. <laughs> I was about to say, do don't not. call it don't, that. Don't call it. Don't that. you dare call it that. <laughs> um, but this is his album. You know where where Prime may have been just. This is where I'm gonna spit bars. This is where I'm just gonna like showcase my skills. This one is like I'm gonna tell y'all about me. I'm gonna tell y'all about Royce. So, um, shit, fuck it. Let's just dive right on into it. Yeah. Um. The intro. What about happy, it? She, she just happy to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a nice, calm little intro, thanking everybody for being here and thanking him, 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 himself for waking up in the morning. It's beautiful. And then the next song is uh, "Woke." Woke. Yeah. So we just talked about this prior to the cast, and I had to because I, I'm gonna admit, and I'm I'm also. Want to? I also want to encourage everyone else out there. If you don't know something, admit that you don't know something and look it up. Look that shit up, and just try and figure it out. So I'm gonna admit I didn't understand what this whole Hotep thing was. Hotep. And I know I've seen a lot of people talk about it on Twitter and stuff, like people calling other people Hotep or or saying like get it together or so. I don't. I don't know. So I had to look some things up, and so what I looked up is I saw something on Urban. Well, not. Urban Dictionary. The first thing I saw was on um, Google. And it says, Hotep means to be at peace, like in a rough translation. So then I tried to dig a little deeper and I found that uh, this um, definition on Urban Dictionary. So I'm just going to read it for you guys. Uh, It says, Hotep. Christianity is a slave religion and the imaginary figure Jesus is is the master. Excuse me. Free yourself from the last bond of slavery. Hotep people shed the, shed light to the religious because the poisons that religion has produced are conquering and infiltrating all, all excuse me all facets of consciousness. So I think that is an interesting or a great definition, especially in relation to that song "Woke." Because yep. I was like, "What is he saying Hotep for?" Like, and he also had like the the um, Prince of Egypt type of uh, choir singing in the background. So on the on the on the song, so I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. So I think that that is a great definition or a great not definition, but um, excerpt to read to try and understand what Hotep means. Yeah, because he he definitely finishes his just about every phrase in that first verse with it. With Hotep, right? With Hotep, yeah. Um, and it's it's like again the fact that there's meaning behind the Hotep and the f- way that he rhymes that with. Ain't got back from the stove yet. Oh yes, right. it's 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 again. It showcases his skill not just at, with the wordplay, but also with the deeper part, of, which is the actual meaning of the concept of the song. So 
when you when you marry those two things together, it 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 it's a beautiful thing. And and Royce, Royce does that so well. Um yeah, this I mean, this is a great way to start the album off. I mean, the beat freaking hitting hard, heavy bass. Um Royce comes in with just his very uh punchy lyrics and delivery and mm-hmm. Hotep. Oh yes, and it's like that rhythm keeps you it keeps yeah. you in the pocket. It keeps you in the pocket yeah. when you're listening to it. It's uh, so like like this one's for those of you that just ain't woke yet. Hotep, like woke yet. Hotep, like yeah. that shit. It's crazy. It's like wake up, guys. Look around you. If you don't know something, look it up. It's uh, what is that? Quarter notes. That that that. Uh, no triplets. That 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 that. That's it's like a it's like you're on a snare. Pop 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 pop. Sorry. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, dope flow, dope flow. Then the next one we're going into is uh, was it caterpillar? Uh, well, there's the my parallel skit. Oh, the my parallel skit. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of explaining this to Tina. It's like, you know, uh, Royce talks about his addiction a lot in his previous work. Yeah, he talks about how he was an alcoholic mm-hmm. for a while, and so you know he's saying on this my parallel thing like, you know, I just want family, just mm-hmm. want a wife. Want kids? Want everybody to be happy? Everybody to eat? Like, what's your parallel to that? I think he's talking to his addiction, or he's mm-hmm. talking to his like demons. Like, what else can you give me that's better than my wife, my kids? Being yeah, able to feed them. What, what else, else can there? you? What can? Yeah, what can you offer me, Mister Addiction? Right. All you offer me is a good time temporarily. Exactly. Exactly. And then they go into caterpillar. Oh man. And this shit. This shit right here? This shit right here, nigga? This shit right here? This shit here? right here? Uh, Barzilla. Like, this is just kind of what that was. Like, it was just like... I don't even know how to even to begin we to talk about it. We need another Bad Meets Evil. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what you're saying. We need another Bad Meets Evil album. Because, um, yes, this is Royce's album. Royce did great. And I know you weren't feeling it. But M... Who murdered wait, this weren't shit. feeling it. Yeah, this guy wasn't feeling him first. Oh. No, Randy did what? Okay. Uh okay. I man, I I have to disagree. Yeah. I <laughs> especially and, and I don't know if if this is partially because M was just coming off of that horrendous album that was just not good. So then hearing him on this, I'm just like, oh my God. He's rapping again. And he's not just like doing some goofy shit. Like he's actually rapping. I mean, fuck, where do I even start? I mean, he's he's talking about, you know, first of all, okay, the the theme of the song is the whole caterpillar thing. And Royce has said before, like he feels like him and M are caterpillars. Mm-hmm. And the new people in the game are butterflies. Mm-hmm. Not super deep. It's just they were the earlier stages of what the people in the game are now. Yeah. And he's saying, you know, you got to pay homage to those who came before you and pave the way for you for what you have eventually become. So that's kind of the deeper part of this song. But that, that after that, after that, it's literally just them just showing why? everybody <laughs> why we are the dopest and why you mm-hmm. kids are our sons, pretty much. It's just like a clever way of sunning these 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 uh, new rappers. Uh, um and there were uh, some things I wanted to point out about, like, the uh, production on this song. Like, there's definitely the Black Panther um, 
like little call out throughout the uh, the song, the little choop, that little thing. It, it reminds me of a uh, uh, New Africa, the New Africa yeah, beat from it uh, is. from uh, from Sci High. Sci High, yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a couple of things. It's the Sci High uh, New Africa beat. There's the the Black Panther um, just call out that's up there, um, and then. Uh, Randy also pointed out that Thelonious um, sampled that that beat uh, a while ago too. So it's just like there's a lot of mm. like like that whole it's yeah, it's a very classic sample. So and I, that's something I didn't know. And I was like, oh snap! But yeah, the, so the, like this song is dope, and but it takes from a lot of different places. I think it's got like it definitely has like the drums from New Africa. It's all, it, yeah, it, it's basically like kind of like an African fucking beat, to be honest. Like, yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's, man, like, <laughs> I'm just still thinking about M's verse, even the way he just comes out. Oh, God, it. here we go. I, I, I can't help it, yo. Like, he, he, he actually came with bars. He's the man that's like, you're looking at Attila, the psychopathic killer, the caterpillar. Don't tell me when I'm supposed to rap until. Especially when your favorite rapper ain't half as ill. A savage still. The tracks of banana peel. Attack of the silverback gorilla. It's just, yeah. It's just like the wordplay there is so sick. Just all the way through the entire verse. Like um, it's to, it's one thing to write a, a a verse that rhymes, but to to focus on the syllables. Right. It's so difficult. Like that's that's and taking like- it to that next level, and, and that's you know some of. My favorite rappers, or your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, do those do little things mm-hmm. very well. It's intricate. There's Extremely attention to de- uh, detail there, down and, to the syllable. Yeah, and you got it. You got to appreciate that. You know, so like respect the fucking rhyming, rhyming in between words and across words. How like two words will equal the rhyme scheme of one word, or half the, and it's just like there's totally names for this shit in like you know literary terms that I just don't know, but. I fucking love hearing it, and it, and it makes me uh, makes me appreciate the effort that that people took to write it. Uh, I have to say, my favorite. <laughs> what is it? Go for it. It's uh, in fact your exact opposites. You make a wax song, and can't hold a candle. But even Daniel saw wax off. Jack <laughs> off. Need to come to grips like a hand job. The boom come- bap. Huh? Yep. Exactly. Like the boom bap is coming back with an axe to mumble rap lumberjack with a hacksaw. Number one, but my pencils are number twos because that's oh, all I do's with them. This part Poop right is here. my pseudo- pseudonym on the John like a prostitute when I'm dropping the deuce. <laughs> but then he goes on to say, my, the, the, where's the, my, the, my flows are like, what's the, the next part? Like, oh, I got to find it. Where's uh, the, the Israel, the Jerusalem one? And when I'm producing them lyrical bowel movements, these beats are like my saloons because these bars always got my stools in, in them. them. Yes. Like you, and I don't need Metamucil and to loosen them. Right. Like, ugh, come on, man. M still got it, yo. Bitch, shit is real. Like, I pooped Jerusalem. Israel, Jerusalem. Like, how? Yeah. How, Sway? I wish we had our fucking sound. Know, we gotta right? get that back. But it's just like, he just... Oh, my God. <laughs> he came with them bars. He did. He came with them bars. So, M, salute. For actually, uh, uh, there's 21 fucking songs on this, so let's remembering let's keep it how to rap. Yes, uh, cool. What what's next? What's the next song of that? Godspeed. Oh, this is like one of my favorites. It's and Godspeed. It's one of my favorites. It's literally just a verse, 
But it's a verse I'd heard already because he did this verse on Hot 97, Hot 97 Flex. Uh, Funk Flex uh, Freestyle. And I liked the freestyle. But then I remembered one album came out uh, and it was like, oh, half of the verse was from the, uh, the Prime shit. Mm -hmm. The Prime 2. I was like, oh, okay. But then hearing this again on this beat, like, and how the flow kind of matched to this beat in the... Bro. Bro. <laughs> Royce is fucking the man. Royce is the man. That's all I got to say. There's uh, so many quotables from this album, too. So many. Um, we can go... Want to move on? I mean, yes, this is your go. song, though. It, it, it is, but we just spent so much time on Caterpillar. Caterpillar. Like, we got to... But, like, yeah, it's... it's. If you guys haven't heard the uh, the freestyle, definitely check out the freestyle. And then um, listen to the song. And then listen and to just, Godspeed. I mean... You'll get so much context. He He's saying, like, I'm the GOAT. Bye. That should be my tag. Like, it's just, there's so much dopeness in, in this shit, you know? Uh, For sure. I mean, shit, man. He and he loves Rihanna, doesn't he? I think he does. He really wants a piece of Rihanna. Like, mm -hmm. he mentions that at least in every album, there's a, there's a Rihanna reference. Yeah. I he, think so. He wants a piece. I think he does. He's just, he's just, I think just, that maybe his wife was like, all right, if you can get Rihanna, uh, <laughs> then that's fine. This, this, this is that's your the one. one. And he's this like, all right, I got to keep pulling the shots. Like, you got to keep going. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the next song is Dumb, featuring Boogie. Uh, I actually like this song. Cool. I love Bo Boogie's... Uh, I just like Boogie's flow, like his his swag when he's on the mic. Boogie, I remember when I first heard of Boogie on uh, Sway in the Morning. Yep. And he just, he killed that shit. He had such a, like, a dope-ass, like, I don't even know. Just, like, the persona, the charisma that, yeah. that exudes. And I think it's it's also on that L.A. shit because he's from L.A. So He's from Compton. You know? He just got signed to Shady uh, yeah. a few months ago. Mm -hmm. I was glad to see that. Um, and I think he held his own with uh, with Royce he on did. this one. I mean, he... Uh, this wasn't one of my favorite, favorite songs, but I actually did like it. Like, it grew on me. It did, you know, and I it, think he actually made the song grow on me, to be honest. It's very refreshing to hear him on it, just because I know he's a newer artist and he's a younger guy. Mm -hmm. and especially when you have a song like Caterpillar, when you're damn near taking shots at a lot of the newer guys. Not not shots, but just saying, you know, hey guys, pay homage. Mm -hmm. um, to have a young guy, a really young guy on your shit, who's not even dropped his first project yet, um, was really refreshing. And I'm, I'm glad to see Royce, you know, reach down like that and give his guys uh, a shot. Yeah, and I I like how he like even starts his verse. Like he starts it with "Let's bring the punches back." You see them fake woke niggas that had to come to that. Mm. Like I like his little mms too. Like it's, yeah. it's it's so like like he he likes like uh, like he he understands what he's saying. He understands what like he his his um belief in his what he's saying is making me believe what he's saying. Yep. You know the authenticity there is dope. <laughs> and then he says, "Up, oh, I'll be lying." I'll be turning up to this mumble rap shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I feel you, bro. Yeah, exactly. I feel you. And that's you. where the authenticity comes from. And I think that's why I really like Boogie. And I, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, fuck a it. fan of this song. Fuck with I him. fuck with him. Um, then we go into the Who Are You skit, which uh, made me cry. Made you cry? Yeah, because it's about his fucking son saying like, yo. Like, the way he told the story on this one. Yes. Like, I could picture the whole fucking thing. Right. Like, I'm very, like, I have a vivid imagination. <laughs> Which is why I can't watch scary movies. So <laughs> <laughs> imagine this is real, son. Yeah, I watched the Babadook, and that shit is still lives in my brain today. It's a funny movie. No, though. it's not. It's not a funny movie. Right. We're not going to talk about anyway. that. But um, yeah. So the fact that he's talking to his son, and 
he goes into, I don't know, like, like how he's he's thinking that he's he's speaking to his dad, and then all of a sudden he blinks his eyes and he's he's, he's speaking to his son. Right. You know what I mean? So and and his, his son's son asking, asking him questions about him, the way that he was trying to ask his father questions about his father. Right. So. And so it's like now he gets a second chance, to, but now he's the one on the other side. So is cinematic. He, so like it is. Like the imagery is is vivid. So, my one beef with this though, mm. why the hell did the thesis statement of the album come on track seven? Oh, uh, I got six songs before I got the actual thesis mm-hmm. of Book of Ryan. Hmm. You feel me? Like, so what? All the songs before this were not a part of that. They were just kind of like. Him being himself, and then now we're at the mm. point where it's like, all right, now this is why this album is called Book of Ryan on track seven. Now let's Maybe get into it. Maybe it's like to get your attention. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird to me. I think that's a good observation, I and, it was and I weird. think it's a, a, a valid question. <laughs> um, and then he goes into his storytelling of about himself okay. and about his family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. Everything before this, guys, is literally just Royce just rapping and having fun. And now that we've hit this point, now the album kind of starts going into the storytelling and telling his son about himself. So it's like his origin story, kind of. It's like Royce the Five Nine, origins. Um, And we go into cocaine, um, which was, again, like one of his strengths is storytelling. Um, He's witty. He can paint a picture that is vivid enough for Tressie to make images in her brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a great thing for her. Um, but I mean, it, it it can make the dumbest person even see a picture, you know, and... Oh, you know, dang. No, Shots no. fired. Oh, not... <laughs> anyway. I'm messing. Yeah, take it, take it, take that. Take, take that, take that. Um, but I mean, it's, it's relatable stories, especially to minorities and, and people who grew up in the hood. Like, who doesn't have a story of a family member who was on drugs right. and was fucking up their situation. Someone that you looked up to mm-hmm. who was doing drugs that fucked up their situation, you know? And I do like this song, Cocaine, because it, it starts off kind of somber. Like, he's telling the story about how fucked up his dad is and his relationships he's fucking up. But then at the end, he's like, his dad figured it out. Yeah. His dad realized, you know, yes, I had a problem and I did this for myself. His dad did it for himself. But then... He's thankful his dad did it for himself because in turn, he did it for him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, for his son. I'm glad he chose... His, Right, me over cocaine. Exactly, which is I'm sure a lot of families they don't get reach that point. No, they do not. They never reach that point, you know, and that realization never comes. So it's 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 awesome that you know Royce had that in his life where he had an example of his dad who actually figured it out. Mm-hmm. He wasn't perfect. No, but he figured. But it he out. figured it out, and I think that kind of helps him paint a picture to his son of you know I'm not perfect either. But, but I've, I've figured it out. I figured it out. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also um, very important to note that he's singing on this motherfucker, and it sounds good. Oh, okay. I'm glad you brought that up. You don't think it sounds good? I think it's good enough. I think it sounds good. I think it's good enough. Okay. And, and I, I honestly feel like we've just given so many of these, so many of these fucking rappers singing passes. That we're just so used to just hearing rappers singing mediocrely that we're just, it's okay to us. This is better than mediocre. This is good. It's okay. I don't think. It's not terrible. Yeah, I've it's heard worse. Oh, I've definitely heard worse. Like Young and May singing, don't do it. Right, no, no. It's <laughs> like, 
it's not terrible, but it's like... It's I think I like it better with him being... Like, this is supposed to be a vulnerable song. It's supposed to be that way. Okay. I get it. I get it. You're just, just laughing at me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm laughing because as I'm listening to it, I'm I'm going through this in my head too. But I'm like, am I justifying his mediocre singing because of the art? Mm-hmm. Because I've heard worse? Mm-hmm. Or can, can I just say it's mediocre singing because it's mediocre singing? Mm. Am, am I allowed to say that? No, you're allowed to. You're allowed to. You're allowed to have your own opinion. Uh, But yeah, to me, to me, I just think that it sounds good. It fits the song. It's not horrible. It's not like he needed to belt that out anyway. Like we didn't need someone to like start doing a a thousand runs on that song anyway. There were simple things that needed to be done, and was simple enough that he could do it. Point blank. Period. To me. All right. Um. Next song was "Life Is Fair." Um, I gotta think if I remember this one. Stop. Right. There. Oh, yeah. No, this... Nah. This song was funny as hell. Yeah, I wasn't fucking with that part. No, this song is funny as hell, though. He's got that part where where he's talking about the... uh, He's talking about like girls with like with like big titties and flat ass. Uh And his, his, his guy used to call them number nines. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was funny. Again, the visuals you get from yeah. his lyrics. It's like, okay, that's funny, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, he's like witty and he says a lot of cool things. So Yeah, he um, is funny, but I wasn't a fan of the singing on this one. No. Again. They I'm I'm cool off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Singing again. <laughs> it's just it's just mediocre. All right. And then we go to Bobble Boat. Love it. Love it. Love, love that. Love that. Love that. Oh, my God. Love that. I loved it when it first came out, the video. Yep. Um, this, for me, was one of those songs where it's like an origin for his alcoholism. And so, you know that first time you, you do a drug or you mm-hmm. do something and you have this really vivid memory of that first time? Yep. And you're always chasing it. You know, it's like, oh, you're always chasing the white horse, you know, but you never catch it. Mm-hmm. This was his like white horse, like mm-hmm. this memory of going out with his friends, having a good ass time as kids, getting drunk and just fucking around, and that's what he's been chasing his whole fucking life. Right? Was this memory, this this moment of being at the fucking amusement park as a kid, fucking around with bitches and his friends and having a good time? So I get it, and and you know even J Cole in his verse kind of shadows those sentiments about you know uh, debauchery and. And being a kid and doing dumb shit. Um, but still, just having all in the name of fun, though. Like, nothing in this was damaging. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It wasn't like what I'm doing is, is wrong or hurting anybody. It's just, we're just having a good time. And again, see, I liked his singing on that one song, but now I got to get on J. Cole. <laughs> Why'd you sing on this one? I could not. I, I didn't need it. We did not need that. Hmm. Bars was great. Common theme here. <laughs> Rappers and mediocre singing. Hmm. But but I'm not trying to prove your point, but I'm just okay. saying, I'm you know. You're more aware of it, I see. Oh, God, listen. You are an asshole. <laughs> I am. I am such an asshole. Uh, what's next? Legendary. Book of Ryan. Legendary. I don't like this song. This song is not uh, memorable to me. This is one of the songs I thought was trash. Mm. Uh, it, in my notes, I literally say the beat is trash. Um, yeah, there was a couple of mis- missteps where, on, the, on the production on this, on this one. one. Yeah. Not too many, but a, oh, yeah. a couple. It, <laughs> There's 21 the, songs. The, I'm so. sorry. The point of this song was don't fuck every bitch. That'll make you legendary. Okay, great. Next. 
<laughs> He's telling his son to say no sometimes. I yeah. get it. That's great. But a whole right, song on it? Yeah. No. Uh, Summer on Luck. This one had Fab, uh, Jadakiss, Pusha I, T. I, I can't talk about this song. And... I, I would have liked this song, but he put Fabulous on it, so I skipped it. Next. <laughs> Fabulous is a wife beater, so next. <laughs> All right. Amazing. Uh, Trash. Didn't like this song either. This was the second. Yeah, this, the, the second half the of the album started to get a little yes. weird for me. Yes. It's like and I think some... that's why it's not memorable. I was like... Yeah, no, this... Which one was this? You said, what, amazing? Amazing, Yeah, yeah. trash. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I literally wrote down on this thing because I don't remember the song at all. I was like, yeah. I don't know how this song made the album. That was my note for this one. I appreciate the honesty about how he didn't uh, feel as if he didn't, like, raise his son well enough. But just, like, this concept was not tight enough. He's, like, thanking his wife. Oh, yeah, thanks for raising my son. All, all I ever did was discipline him. Okay, great, dude. Yeah, song sucks. Uh, outside, this one has uh, Marsha Ambrosia and uh, Robert Glasser. Like, I don't hate this song. I don't love this song, and I feel like the little skit at the beginning of this song is to help put the song together. <laughs> but it feels like it's put together with like glue and not like nails or screws or welded. Like it's not as it's tight not, as it could be. Yeah. And there's like, okay, let's throw a sketch at the beginning and try to. Bring this shit back, mm-hmm. and it's just like, eh. Yeah, I I, I agree. You you kind of hit the nail on the head, <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't. <laughs> uh, but uh, power book of Ryan. Uh, Power's dope. Yeah, Power's dope. Like I I actually really like this song. Um, I like the imagery. I love the storytelling. Um, I love the fact. That again, he's telling this story that a lot of black people or just people growing up, um, in not the best of situations can relate to. You right. all, you everybody's got that family member who ruins family events, <laughs> comes in drunk, like, and just fucks up the whole thing. That's everybody's funny. got that. What's funny is that ours doesn't really ruin it, but it just does, just, just d- comes in and, and has a weird aura about it. Yeah, him. you know who I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. <laughs> can I see the rules? No. <laughs> <laughs> we got to tell the story now. Uh, so <laughs> our aunt um, used to come into our like family events, wouldn't say hi to us, like, but would walk by us and be like, you can't say hi? Like that type of shit. It's like one, yeah. of, one of them. So um, one time I believe we were playing, what was it? Life? Shit. It may have been... It may have been well, it was some board game. Th- yeah, we're playing a board game. Live from Monopoly or something <laughs> stupid like that. Yeah. And I think it was life or something like that. She did something. And I was like, Yeah, we basically she did something and we didn't think that that was like the right way that. to do the rule. Like I, we didn't know that you could do that. We played it a different way the whole time. And so I think Cedric goes. <laughs> Let's just look it up. You know, can I, can I see can the I, rules? Can I see the rules? No. <laughs> It was like you are like, thirty. Why? You are thirty plus years my senior. <laughs> I'm you're like telling a, a child kid. I can't read the rules. <laughs> I can't read the rules. What kind of example <laughs> are you setting for the rest of my life? I'm sorry. I'm laughing so hard because I was there and it was so funny. Because <laughs> she was like, dead. We, she was we dead were, ass. <laughs> and we were all just like, "Why? Why like, can't we see the rules? Let's just. If you're so adamant about it, I can't. Let's just check it." <laughs> like, come on. 
<laughs> we were smart kids. We weren't going to just let that shit fly. And she, yeah, no. she thought she could get over on us. Nah, bitch. Let me see your fucking rule. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Yeah. That's what this song is about. Yes. You got to see the rules. Aunt, like, <laughs> taking the rule book away and telling you, no, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> She oh, was man. also, like, really mean. Like, as a kid, I wouldn't want to use the bathroom at her house because she said there were monsters in the toilet and they would eat my poop and, like, bite my ass and shit. So I'd never—I literally was scared shitless. To, <laughs> shitless. Yes, her shit went away. It magically just— <laughs> Just disappeared. I would never use the bathroom at her house. And she would never flush the toilet. Oh, she was gross. Yeah, there was always pee in there. Yeah. She'd flush. She'd flush it if it was poo, but if it was pee— Let that shit sit all day. It was disgusting. Anyway, how the fuck did we get on Sorry. this? Sorry. <laughs> Brandy's over here looking like just dying. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Next, next, next. Uh, uh, protecting Ryan. Uh, this is the one with the brother, right? I think. Yeah, this is the one where he's talking about his brother um, and how they got into the fight at the basketball uh, court and how his brother, crazy-ass brother, again, with, with the, the visuals, with his storytelling, you know, he's telling the story about his brother and how his brother swooped in to save the day. Mm-hmm. He said he had a cape. He came out the sky and he had a cape on. And he just came out of nowhere. And then he just started stabbing this kid. Yeah. <laughs> After Royce had already knocked him the fuck out. Right. <laughs> Dude's already laid out, passed out on the ground. Brother just starts stabbing the shit out of him. And I didn't catch that part. He was already laid out? Yes. He, Royce said he had hit him. And he laid out. With a left and a hook. Uh-huh. And he went to sleep. Okay. My bad. Uh, and then... His his younger brother hit the other guy in the face with with the ball. Mm-hmm. And he ran off crying. I ain't trying to mess with no no no. Yeah. And so the big brother the big came brother over comes and up, stand. sees the guy on the ground, and starts slicing his ass up. Lo and behold, the cops arrive, and yeah, it's not not a good ending to the story. And this brings us to strong friend, which uh, he's basically telling you to check up on your strong friend. Uh, I don't even know how to like even. Well, no, it's it's pretty much like the point is, even the people who you think are the strongest, yeah, they may not be that strong. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, you know, he 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 uses a quote from from uh, Dave Chappelle, and they're calling people crazy. You know, these people aren't crazy; they're strong people. They had some fucked up shit happen to them. Mm-hmm. So also, these people who commit suicide or who feel like they get to a point where things are so rough they have to take their own life doesn't mean they're not strong. It could also just mean that there's some shit that happened to him that impacted them so much that that they had the strength to take their own life, you know. Um, so he he definitely shots out some people in the end who who did commit suicide. Um, so it, it's it's a song I think that talks about you know not taking advantage of the people who you think have it all together, and at the same time don't don't belittle people who you think maybe don't have it all together because right. they're just going through a bunch of shit that you have no idea. Uh, yes, it's, it's, it's a pretty powerful song. I actually like it. Yeah, I liked it too. And then we go on to Anything and Everything. Another dope song. I enjoyed this one. Uh, I think it, just, it, it talks a lot about, <laughs> it speaks a lot to black people in general. It's mm-hmm. like, you want everything but you're not willing to do anything for it. Right. You know, you 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 want everything because you don't know anything about anything. You don't know that, like, maybe I should be going after these things and not these things. 
just want, you know, bitch, everything. That's what yeah. I want. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? But you don't know what everything entails. Right. So, it's kind of like a... Kind of like what I was saying earlier. Don't be afraid to, to say you don't know about something. Right. And learn about it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you might not want it. Yeah. Or maybe, you, it's not, yeah. maybe it's not worth it. Exactly. Then he's got a song called Stay Woke. Stay Woke. Totally different song, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. I can't remember this one. I got to think of... I, I feel like it, it should have been the closer. It kind of had that closer feel to it. Um, Stay Woke is kind of like, I don't know, the, the thesis. Like, a, again, it kind of like s- takes the whole album and kind of puts it in like one little song. Mm-hmm. You get like little pieces of him like telling stories about himself and and... You know, how that made him who he is. So, like, a little bit of everything from the album is kind of on this song. So, it's like a snapshot. Um, which is why when I was listening to it, I'm like, oh, okay, the album's over. And then there was another song after it. I was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> Stay Woke literally felt like the closer. And then there's one more after that. Yeah, and, I, and then there's First of the Month. I'm not sure if I, rem- if I remember this song correctly. I don't know if I liked it. It's the one with, um, uh, what's his name? T-Pain? Uh, T-Pain. Hip-Hong. It's okay. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I don't okay. think... I think I was thinking the same thing as you, that like the... I was ready for this to end because it it's it 21 over. fucking it songs. It's, well, you know what I mean? Like, we talk about this all the time with other rappers. Like, it's it's one thing to have an album full of shit that you don't understand or full of stuff like that's super simple and and, you know, just whatever. Like, can go over your head. It doesn't matter. Or not even overhead. But anyway, it's, it's another thing to have a lyrically dense album like this right, be right. 20 songs long. Right. And that's sometimes, like, that, that was one of my problems with Tetzel and Youth. Even though it was so musically, like, beautiful, it was lyrically dense. And, like, everything was just... And, like, don't worry, don't get me wrong, I appreciate it, but at the same time, it's exhausting. It's exhausting to, like, like you go through that, like, you're going through this person's life and, like, you feel drained. Like, you know, I feel drained after trying to figure out what all this shit means. And like, you know what I mean? So I don't know if that's what I'm supposed to feel. I don't know if that was the goal. Um, Should I listen to music like that? I don't know. Like, now it's going to make me start to self-reflect and be like, Tressie, are you just looking for like some shit that's not going to make you feel anything? Or like, what's going on? But it was a long... You know what I mean? I I just came up with those questions as I started to describe that because I kept thinking to myself like, yeah, this song, this album was long, lyrically dense, but I get mad at other people for not being lyrical. Right. So like, what the fuck do I want? You know what I mean? Do you want a self-reflection, y'all? Short, concise, <laughs> dense album. Exactly. Or do you want a long, shallow album? I want the in between. Okay. So like so, so like culture two was too much for you. Yes. Too much shallowness. God damn it. <laughs> right. But this Royce one was too much deepness. Nah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it was lyrically dense. But and that's what I'll, all I'm saying is that like it could be too heavy for most. Um And then did you hear the remix to Caterpillar? Yeah. Fuck out of here. Fucking trash. Trash. I'm sorry. I can't believe look, look, you dude. said that that logic went in. I was like, oh shit. Like before I heard Who it. Who said logic went in? Royce. Oh my God. Before before I heard it, Royce was on um something saying, like, oh yeah, logic's on the remix. I put him on the bonus track. Like he went in, he did his thing. 
He literally, he literally freestyled and said everything that he always says on every other song. Yes. Everybody, everybody, everybody. In my lyrical L-O-G-I-C, that is me. I am from MD. And you know what I mean? So like I'm just black, all- I'm black, I'm white, I'm white. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not putting that on him because he is black and I'm tired of motherfuckers saying that he's not. I will give him that. I'm standing with him I'm on his biracial list. he's not. But I'm tired. But no, why does not- he always bring it up? I don't think he always brings it up. I think Why I think he... it's always brought up because people are always talking to him about it. He brought it up I think what? Once or twice on his on his album. Like I think he brought it up on Under Pressure once. And then I think he brought it uh, or is it Under Pressure? I don't even know what the it's something pressure. Um on his on his album once and then I think after that people kept be, like people keep talking to him because they think he's white. Like the other day Steve Stout was on um, whatchamacallit, on Hot 97 talking about we don't, we're okay with the white rappers. We got Eminem. We've got Logic. What? Swear to God. Seriously? So people, like, look at, if like, if you were, if people looked at you and they kept mistaking you for something that you're not, how would you feel? You have to express yourself in any way that you can. So if I'm going to express myself and I know that I'm expressing myself through my music, that's probably where I'm going to go. And that's probably probably why you're going to think that I'm always talking about this. But y'all always talking about me. So what do you expect from me to do when I'm an artist and this is my my way to to vent? That's just my thing. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You're, you halfies all stick together. I get it. You're a fucking dick, dude. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. I get it. Look, 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 dude. It's just... You yourself said he didn't go in on this. You yourself no, said no, you, you it, didn't it was like trash. It, right? it was trash. <laughs> it was right? trash as fuck. And I'm saying not only were the rhymes trash, but the content of it was also trash. True. Okay. And part of that content was That's him like black saying, and black and I'm black, y'all. He's saying like, <laughs> well, how would you like it if I said I was a white rapper and I was white this and white that and never talked about being black? And then someone was like, oh, ain't your daddy black? Oh, and it's like, okay, I get it. But if it's annoying that people keep talking about it and people keep bringing it up, Mm-hmm. Then don't put fuel to their fire. Just rap. Just be a rapper. Just 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 rap. Let your skills speak. Don't. That's like keep asking going somebody not to, to defend themselves sometimes too. It's like kind of like. But and I definitely agree. Like you don't need to keep doing that. But I think that he still has carte blanche to do whatever he wants. He can. Yeah, you know he can. I mean? And I have carte blanche to to, to yeah. uh, critique and, and criticize it. Yeah. Just being fucking mm-hmm. trash. Yes, I do. And I can for sure. I I was expect. I I did want something different. From him for that, like I, uh, yes, I wanted something different. It could have been anything, but it was it was that. Cool overall <laughs> thoughts of the album. Just overall in a in a I sentence. liked it. I liked it. Um, it, I think overall it was great. First half of the album, second half got a little um tiresome, uh, but it was still good. It was still there were still uh things there that I could take back from production was probably 80% great 20% or maybe 70% good <laughs> like there's probably there was a couple songs that I wasn't really feeling but overall it was pretty dope yeah no I I thought it was it was a pretty solid uh record uh Royce did his thing he definitely is solidifying himself in the top tier of lyricists um maybe uh, not maybe not <laughs> Go. That should be my tag. tag. Uh, maybe not top tier of like hip hop artists, because you know, an artist I think is more than just the lyrics. It's it's the whole package. Um, but he's definitely up there when it comes to just straight bars and being putting himself out there, um, being vulnerable in his songs. Uh, I would love to see 
I would love to see a Bad Meets Evil album. I'd love to see Em and Royce get back in the studio and do some stuff together. Because that Caterpillar track had me really excited to hear what they can bring out of each other. Yeah, the Caterpillar track was amazing. Um, so, you know, now the Slaughterhouse is gone, maybe they'll have some time. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but that's a, that's a lot because he's got his solo, he's got Prime, and then he would have that. That's so. fine. Yeah, he could do it. Yeah, he's, that's he's true. a beast. But, you know, the album wasn't perfect. You know, I, I, I appreciate the concept he was going for. I felt like... Um, the concept was a little bit deeper than the execution. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't bad. And I feel like it's... I hate using those critiques. I always yeah. feel like I, I critique artists that I like mm-hmm. more than artists I don't like because right. I expect more of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just going to say, it kind of feels kind of weird to critique like someone's life story kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Because that's kind of what we're doing. I'm not critiquing but, the story. I'm critiquing how he told yeah, it no, to me. For sure. For you sure. Know? Uh like I said, like I mean, we we pulling out a few songs just were just straight duds. Mm-hmm. You know, they fit into the story. I get it, but they just fell flat in in the execution mm-hmm. and how they fit in the album. You know, he had his freaking intro thesis on track seven. Right. Like that's when Book of Ryan comes out. So it's like, all right, I I get it, but it could have been done a little bit better overall. Pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Yay! So let's get into the topic for this episode. Um. Given that we just went through a whole book of Ryan and Ryan's um, relation to alcohol, we wanted to talk a little bit about alcoholism and hip-hop. The fact that, I I mean, it's prevalent. Like, everyone has a a liquor. Yes. You know, we all endorse it. Yes. But it's probably one of the number one things that is killing our community. Yeah. Alcoholism, like, feeds into uh, depression, all that good shit. Um... I don't know. How do you want to start this one off? I mean, you know, alcoholism is something that affects millions of people in the United States and around the world. Um, you know, it's partially based on genetics. You know, Royce talked about that on his album, mm-hmm. saying, you know, my pops was an addict, so that means I'm an addict. He talked about it to his son. He was telling his son, like, I know I was an addict, so that means my biggest fear is about you being an addict. Right. So... Because I know it's in me, so it's, it's, it's more than likely in you. So, um, you know, it's been shown that it's, that it's genetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the fear for me with alcohol that makes it different than a lot of other drugs is that we don't even call it a drug. Exactly. It's, 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 like, it's, like, it's like alcohol and drugs. You know what I'm saying? It's like that, that, that's how people talk about it. Yeah. It's never just like drugs. Isn't it? Alcohol being one of them. Right. Uh, so it's looked at differently. It's, it's, it's accepted in society. It's legal. I think it's interesting that we chose to be so, sober and talking about this one, too. I didn't too. choose to be sober. I just didn't have time to no, buy a bottle on the way in. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just be real about this. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's accepted, you know? And yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things that I feel like is overlooked a lot. You know, J. Cole talked about it in his, his interview with, with right. Angie. Mm-hmm. He was talking about, you know, I... I just made a decision one day. Just, just, just wasn't gonna drink. And he said it solidified him making the decision to not drink when he didn't drink and he felt it. Like, come on, man, drink. Come on, man, have a drink. Have a drink. Have a drink. And he's like, "Fuck, what is that inside of me mm-hmm. telling me to drink right now?" That's a, that's a real thing. Like, I'm dealing with something right now. Maybe I should just chill out for a second. Right. Um, and I think it takes a, a lot of people don't get to that point because you can go on to any fucking corner store and get a beer or. 
Balawan. You're of age. You know, if you're of age, you know, it's it's not seen as a bad thing. Right. Being a regular at a bar isn't seen as a bad thing. No. You know what I mean? Like, right. You're not a drug addict. Right. You're not, you're not an addict. addict. You're not an addict. You just like to drink. Have, like I think it's fun. interesting because alcohol, I've looked up a couple of stats and it says like alcohol poisoning kills six people every day. Of six those, people a day yeah. die from alcohol poisoning. Yes. Not even from like drinking too much and getting into a car crash or like alcohol poisoning. drinking and doing something stupid. Like literally just drinking too much alcohol mm-hmm. kills six people a day. Wow. That's a lot. Alcohol, and that one's from the Alcohol Facts and Statistics, the Nas- National Institute on yeah. Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. And that was from June 2017. So this is probably, these stats are probably a little bit of a year old, but you know, yeah. that's normally how stats are. Um, another stat is, se- of those, 76% are adults from the ages of 35 to 64, and three of every four people killed by alcohol poisoning are men. So I think that's very interesting. And so what I've kind of linked that back to is something that we've talked about on this podcast before. And I think it has to do with men not being able to, uh, or um, being perceived as like, take it like a man type of thing. Like you can't, you can't um, have feelings, you can't express yourself, so you drown them. Right. And um, those stats were like very alarming to me because it, it just it just proves what we've done to men all these t- all this this time you know like we we have to be able to tell men and as i would say like i'm not trying to tell y'all how to do y'all job but um my suggestion <laughs> my suggestion would be just like like cry in front of me as if, it, if like i'm with my like this is one thing that i do with with my girls is like if you have a problem and you need to cry it out cry it out i'm right here for right, you you know what i'm right. saying and i think that we need to do that with like our male friends too just like nah bro we don't do that <laughs> Take it like a man. Don't cry. You ain't supposed to cry. We get a drink. We talk about it, and we move on. But see, that's the thing. Oh shit! We get a dr- oh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you get right. a drink. Damn. You know what I mean? So I I, I just think that um, as men, like I think people need to start to accept men at, for having feelings and having like issues that they need to deal with. But it, you know, it, and so you know, in in looking into this and them saying that it's part of it is genetic mm-hmm. you know it also it's it's hard to say how much is d- genetic and how much is environment because mm. if you're Talk raised in a it. family where your dad's an alcoholic mm-hmm. and he does all this dumb shit when he drinks mm-hmm. it increases the likelihood of you doing it not just because he's predisposed or you're predisposed to it genetically but because you were raised around it and that becomes normal exactly that becomes just how life is it's the repetition you know and so when you hear stories about i mean i remember there was an article that popped up uh, about uh, Khalees was talking about Nas. Yeah. And how he was abusive to her. Because um, he would get drunk. Mm-hmm. He'd physically, emotionally abuse her. Yep. Wake up the next morning like nothing happened because he totally fucking forgot about it because he was fucking wasted. Right. And he probably grew up in a household where that was common. Exactly. And he carried that on himself, you know, and... When I first saw the headline, I, I honestly brushed past it because it's Nas. I don't want to read this shit about Nas. Mm-hmm. And two, oh, he's just just drinking, doing some dumb shit. We all do dumb shit when we drink. But, like, it's not okay. Yeah, we can't. And that's the thing. It's not okay. It's that, justify that, it. that, that phrase right there, we all do dumb shit when we drink. Why is that okay? Right. You know what I mean? Why is that? 
we we need to change that. You know what I mean? Like there, there's something about that that needs to change. And I'll be completely blunt and honest about my experience with alcohol. Like I've I used to drink a ton of fucking alcohol. Like I from high school all the way up until like my twenties. And I finally figured out that I probably should not be binge drinking every fucking weekend. I still have drinks every now and then, but I I understand what that what what the substance is. Right. And I did grow up in an alcoholic house. Like I've seen my parents do things. I've like drink and everything. Like I had to. I think I had to. No, I don't think I've ever made the drink, but I have brought the orange juice for my dad's like gin and orange, <laughs> gin and juice. But um, but yeah, like I grew grew up in an addict's attic home, an addict, a home full of addiction. Um, and I recognize that, and I I made some changes to the way I live my life. And I think it's it. That's why I always try and push things on people. Self reflection is key, because if you don't self reflect, you'll never understand who you are and what what you can do to fix whatever you don't like about yourself. I don't know. No, it's true. PSA. You know, and it's, <laughs> just just be careful, guys, you know. Um choose wisely. Choose wisely, you know. Um and uh you know, just try to stay focused on on the main goal, you know. Like Roy said, you know, what's the parallel? Mhm. You know, what do you what do you what are you chasing in life? Like what is your end goal? Do you want a family? Or do you want do you, f- wa- do you want fun? Fun in the moment. <laughs> Exactly. Or do you want lasting fun? You know, so think Keep about refl- it. Yeah, and, reflect. And, and trust me, guys, we are not the ones here telling you not to drink. Right, we're not, not doing that. to enjoy your life. Exactly. Because trust me, all these substances on the planet Earth are here at our discretion. <laughs> responsibly. Exactly. Everything in moderation. Get, everything in moderation. Just, you know, make sure you can still... I'm just saying, bills. and I'm just saying, like, just reflect, just figure out what you want. If that is something that you want and that you think you truly want, I think you need to go through that to see if that is what you truly want. You know what right. I mean? Figure that out. Just make sure you're always reflecting. And that's it. Yeah, that's what I got. That's all I got. Yeah, we're still we're probably gonna go get some alcohol. Yeah, after this is this. so man. This is really making me want to drink, <laughs> dude. That's not. You, that's man? like not. <laughs> Such a contradiction. Let's make some mistakes real fast. Oh, Hold on. God. Turn off um, that mic. Let's go, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can catch us on all social media platforms. Um, I hope you guys understand when we're joking and when we're not. I really do. <laughs> no, I'm seriously going to go with a bottle. You think I'm joking? <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, you can catch us on all so- social media p- uh, platforms at... Through the Crate. www. Through the Crate. Um, we are just elated that you guys are still hanging out with us. This is our, what, 65th episode, I believe. So, y'all are hilariously amazing. I don't know why I said hilariously. But anyway, we out this motherfucks. Deuces. Yeah, where's the bottle? (laughs) I'm tired of you. Put on some of their shitty music real fast. All right, where are they? SoundCloud.com. Let me save this. Oh, uh uh-huh.